global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Catherine Cowdery. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by National Realty. Providers of 100% satisfaction guaranteed New York City realty investments. See them at nria.net. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day. Now let's go over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call with Bill Maloney. Bill? Good afternoon, Catherine. Modest gains for U.S. stocks today with the Dow currently higher by 35 points. S&P's gained 5 and Nasdaq rises 23. Over in Europe, Spain rose 1.3 percent. The U.K. climbed 1.1 percent. Back in the U.S., small cap 600 is little changed and the U.S. 10-year yield at 1.44. Six out of 10 S&P sectors are higher led by gains in consumer discretionary, telecom and healthcare, financials, consumer staples and utilities led to the downside. Dow Transports rise 73, Nazarbotech's outperform climbing 50, and the Dow, and the VIX is down by 5.8%. Dow leaders included Home Depot, Pfizer, and Caterpillar, while JP Morgan and DuPont led to the downside. In deal news, Aetna is said to plan asset sales to address the antitrust concern over its deal with Humana. Micron dropped 10% after its earnings, while Holly Davidson surged as much as 17%. That's the most since 2009. Live from the first of breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Catherine? Thank you, Bill. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg, type SQUAK on your terminal. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil is up 84 cents a barrel, one and three quarters percent at 49.17. Spot gold up $23 an ounce at 1343.60. Ten-year treasury up 7.30 seconds with a yield of 1.44 percent. And in a breaking story, a group of as many as nine gunmen have attacked a restaurant popular with foreigners in a diplomatic zone of the Bangladeshi capital on Friday night. Now, authorities say they have taken hostages and they've exchanged gunfire with security forces. Some foreigners are believed to be among the hostages. We'll have more details as they become available. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. A mixed bag for U.S. auto sales last month raises the question more than ever. After a very hot year last year, have sales peaked in the United States? General Motors, Toyota, Fiat, Chrysler, Honda, all saying Friday that their sales in June trailed analyst estimates, although Nissan and Ford Motor beat projections. In fact, uh, Nissan saw their sales pop some 13% to a June record. He's back to tell us where the auto industry is, where it's heading next, about a big drop in VW sales and some news from Tesla that has people wondering about the future of self-driven cars. Alan Baum, principal at Baum and Associates, he's joining us from the heart of the auto industry in West Bloomfield, Michigan. Alan, good afternoon. And good afternoon to you. So, what do you know? What can you say from this report about the strength of demand for U.S. cars and trucks? Well, it is, uh, it's, it's good. It's not great. Uh, the thing to be a little concerned about, you know, we're still 2% ahead of last year, year to date. But what kind of flies under the radar is that last fall, we had annual sales rates um, in, in, uh, in, as I say, in the fall, at the 18 million rate uh, in, uh, in those months. And obviously that's going to be a hard nut to crack this year. So the fact that we're ahead a little bit so far this year 
does not, to me, suggest that that's going to continue. I, I think we're, we're going to be, by the end of the year, we're just going to be flat with last year. Now, that's not horrible. That's 17.5 million units, and I think we'll go down from there. Again, not horribly. Uh, but what we're seeing is uh, one of the things I was looking for today uh, was the, the pickup story. Um, as you, you may remember, uh, GM has been on the warpath a little bit with respect to the strength of their pickup bed versus Ford, uh, and they actually came out on the short end of it this month. Um, and uh, they were down, Ford was up, uh, and so was the Ram uh, brands. Now, what I don't know, and we'll see in the next few days, is how incentives uh, flew out uh, there. What was the uh, the approach that, that the automakers took? Uh, but clearly, GM is trying to dent uh, if that was, in fact, their, their strategy in those ads, uh, Ford and, and FCA, uh, at least in June, it didn't work. Um, so, you know, that matters a lot because, of course, it's the huge profitability. Exactly. Uh, so in uh, terms of the big three, what? how does their profitability look to you this year? Good for investors or maybe not so hot? No, I think they're doing quite well. Like, you know, when I talk about incentives, uh, we have had uh, very uh, – uh, GM has – uh, been restrained in their incentives. They're reducing their, their fleet sales. Uh, so from a profitability standpoint, they're good. Uh, but so is Ford, because Ford has a full year of availability of the F-Series, and this fall they'll have the new Super Duty, which will increase transaction prices yet again for a very popular model. Um, GM has also continued to do well with the large utilities, which, of course, are incredibly profitable. Now, on the car side, the only uh, glimmer of hope, really, from GM is the new Malibu, uh, which is a great car, and it's selling well. Uh, the Cruze, on the other hand, is not, and it is a, it's a new car as well and uh, not doing so well. Okay, Alan, two more questions I want to get in before we have to say goodbye. Uh, VW sales down 22%. It's their eighth straight drop. Can they turn this around? They can turn it around, but not soon. And, and you know, the problem is, even with the announcement of the settlement, it says nothing about getting their existing diesel new cars back on the market. Uh, so that's going to continue. And uh, and the result is their incentives are huge just to get people in their showrooms. U.S. regulators are investigating a fatal accident involving a Tesla motor sedan that was driving on autopilot. A 40-year-old man killed in Ohio. The Tesla didn't read the side of a big truck. What what does this mean for the future of auto dri- or self-driven cars? Seems to me it's only one, but you know, it was my husband or brother. I might think twice. And if it's Tesla, it gets a lot of attention because, of course, everything Tesla does gets a lot of attention. That said, uh, this is an unusual situation. They have said that they are putting out beta software uh, in the uh, in the uh, self-driving realm, which, of course, is an unusual thing in cars. It's not an unusual thing on your on your uh, iPhone or on your keyboard. So uh, this is I don't get through this. Um, there'll be some issues that have to be addressed. Well, Alan Baum, we know you'll come back and discuss those issues with us. It's a fascinating story, such an important trend in the auto industry. Our sympathy to the family of the man who was killed in Ohio. That was Alan Baum, principal at Baum & Associates. I'm Kathleen Hayes. This is Taking Stock, and this is Bloomberg. What's next for the stock market following the Brexit? 
What are central banks going to do to keep the global economy on track, and what does it mean for your portfolio that will be coming up? This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg. 